Welcome to it. It is Football and Friends. My name is Mitch Matiana. Hanging out with you as always. Got the boys in studio. Liam's here. Callum's here. Matt is not here because he is recovering from his sister's wedding. So huge congratulations to his sister uh, and her now husband and Matt for gaining a brother-in-law. Um, I hope he recovers, but he'll be back next week. And he did send me his pick for this weekend. So we're going to be jumping into that a little bit later on. Gents, how are you doing? Liam. I'm not oh, I'm good. No. I'm, good. I'm, I'm buzzing. <laughs> Mitch, 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 I'm buzzing, fam. I'm buzzing. When you're on top of the log, eh? When you're on top of yeah. the log, it's just like we're just looking down. We're just looking at the rest. But it's great. You won it in but August. You know, it doesn't, it's it's one game in. It doesn't mean much. If we don't win the league from here, I don't want to hear shouts of we bottled it. Um just to distract attention from other teams' performances. Exactly. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. It was a great weekend. Callum, how are you doing? Uh, same, bro. It's a great weekend for sports for me. Um, brilliant. Guys, the Premier League's back and it started with a bang. You know, Brentford outclassing Arsenal and just the way it is, you know, mid-table clash. And it's just it's brilliant to see, you know. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. But the Premier League started with a bang and that I didn't expect that, but... It is what it is. And then Saturday was brilliant. Amazing. Lots of goals. Yeah. Not one draw this weekend. Guys, the Premier League is back with a bang. And uh, it's just, I can't wait, guys. 37 more games and let's, let's go. I'm telling you, with all those, with, with all those, um, with no draws and everything ending in results, that pretty much messed up a lot of bedwig slips this past weekend. And Shen, Shen. Okay, let's go into Ask a Friend. So how this works is we take a look at some of your tweets, your comments, and everything that you've been saying online to us uh so let's start off i uh, got a well, i pinned this because i was like yay uh stefan heffler am i pronounced as a heffler i don't know what, look sorry for getting your surname wrong but stefan popped us a message on the youtube saying such a fantastic podcast well done guys this is awesome shots man. i appreciate it uh darren andrews popping a message as well saying i say cavani gets a hat trick against lead well, someone else got a hat trick against Leeds. Um, and I think this is a perfect segue to go to that. Lloyd, let's start with you. Bruno Fernandes and Paul yeah. Pogba. What a show. Uh, what a masterclass. Um, Paul Pogba unlocked, maybe. I yeah. don't know. I, I, I think we still have to see. Um, apparently, that's what 100 million pound players need to do every week. So, I mean... We're going to see it from him next week and they shouldn't make such a big fuss about it. That's what he's meant yeah. to do. No, but listen, um, great way. Great way to start the season. Relief relief only kicked in when we scored our third goal because, because of the nature of the equaliser. So, like, pure Man United thing to do. Like, play good football. Um, like, really strangle the game and then just concede, like, a worldie from the opposition. And then yeah. we struggle to get back into it. Like we concede a goal where we feel like it's unfair on us and, and we've worked so hard and then they score like that. And then we replied straight away and then our third came straight away. And that when it was like, okay, these lads, these lads are serious this season. We see, we, we switched on from the equalizer. We were like, no, straight away. Usually we take a long time to break down teams yeah. after they just let themselves in the game. Because we do that, we control the game. We take the lead. The team, we give them one chance to let themselves in. Now they're in for 20 minutes. This time, Leeds had one chance in, and then they didn't have another chance again. I think their next chance came when we were 5-1 up. Um, 
I was really happy to see the, the McFred combination work. I know a lot of people weren't excited to see them starting. Neither was I, to be honest. Um, but at the end of the day, they like you can't say they put a foot wrong. Some people was trying to slate Fred in, in the first half. I think he did an excellent job. Um, he didn't have too much to do, in my opinion, because of the absence yeah. of Calvin Phillips uh, in, in their midfield. So, yeah, I think we can, we can say Leeds weren't their best, but I don't think we can discredit any part of United's performance. It was amazing. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think Bruno Pomba just looked incredible. That ball that he gave Mason Greenwood, that just cut that 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 leads defense like crazy. Callum, what do you think about the ops? Bro, the weight of pass for that Greenwood goal is ridiculous. Yeah. And then Green Greenwood, like for me, he's basically my favorite youngster at the moment in the Premier League. I know Ferdinand's out there. There's this there's, there's quality out there, but Green what what strikes me about Greenwood is his ability to use both feet and I still don't know yeah. which foot he is. Uh, guys I generally don't know which foot he is is he right or left footed Liam I don't know I've seen him doesn't hit matter. bangers with bows he's so exactly doesn't matter but <laughs> it's the confidence he has to, to take it and, and shoot there and for me some pants like they, they get on him and then when he scores like oh that's what I know he, that's what he's capable of give him time guys he's still such a youngster he's with 30 goals at 19 years old it's ridiculous so brilliant um, I, I've been saying this for, for a while now Bruno Fernandes is, is it's it's like another version of um, Luis Suarez. It's it's he doesn't score tappings. He scores mad goals. And I know you okay, might not, you might think you. it's a bit weird. Hey, it's Suarez, it's huh? he's, when when he's not in your team, you don't like him. He's he's doing mad stuff around the field. He's he's like going all over the place. Like you touch him, you're like go on the floor, like roll. That's what Suarez did. We know he's so good at that. And Suarez used to dive. I know he used to. And he used to make a big meal out of things. And then when you don't get it, then you get straight back up. Or if his team wins the ball, you get straight back up and he get, gets in the play. You just got that X factor. And He's his new role, exactly, 100%. His new role in that false nine position is something that I called last year, last season, when we were talking about, we were comparing Bruno to other midfielders. And I'm like, well, Bruno's playing more as like a sort of second striker at times when other midfielders are further back. So it's a bit unfair to those midfielders who are doing a bit of other jobs around the field. For him, allowing the free reign, having the likes of Pogba and Fred behind him, allowing yeah. him the chance to actually go and play his game and, and McTominay and whatever, to play, play his game and actually have less of the ball. Because people have been on his case about, you know, all these X-factor passes and, and losing the ball. Guys, man scores hat-tricks. Like, he, the most goals and assists for any player since he's arrived in the Premier League. He can't hate on it. I know, like, a lot of it's penalties. Yes, it is. But he still does score open play goals. That's That's a... It's a nonsensical argument to make. So for me, looking at them, I don't like seeing United do well, but I had to, you know, give my my, my props to them. I messaged Liam. Um, I phoned Alex from Twitter and I'm like, bro, I spoke to him for like 10 minutes on the phone. I'm like, well done. Good good performance from your lads. And yeah, it's going to be a long season because they're looking really good. Look, uh, Liam, I want to know from you before we move on, what else does Bruno need to do in order to get into that KDB bracket? Or do you think he is there? Because I think... He's quite close. He's knocking the door. I think um, I think it's it's very difficult. Or I always frown when people easily put Bruno or or uh, KDB ahead of of the other. I think they're very close. Um, I think they're very close. And I think I think because KDB has been in the league for a bit longer and he's got the Premier yeah. League title to his name, um, he has every right to claim that um, that top spot over Bruno in, in in terms of what we're looking at in terms of those two players. Um, but if Bruno keeps doing this, 
And if Bruno can, can get the team around him to basically start mirroring his kind of energy and his kind of influence, um, because if you, if you think about it, last season and a half, it's been Bruno carrying. But if Bruno can get the 10 others to carry with him, like we could see Bruno with the Premier League medal at the end of the season. And then we also could see Bruno topping that list that we're speaking of. Um, so I think very close, as you say. Um, but I still think KDB is allowed to own that top spot. Yeah. Look, sheer dominance on the red side of Manchester and also sheer dominance on the red side of Merseyside. Liverpool putting on yet a class show. The return of Van Dijk, Matip was in there. He looked good. Um, you, you guys just looked so solid. You looked like everything was flowing. No Bobby Fabinho, but he certainly made his impact off the bench. Callum, what did you think? Look, guys, it's the start of the season, so normally it can look a bit rough. But, you know, last year yeah. we started the season 4-3 against Leeds. Hectic game, but all over the place. Defensively, we were all over the place. You know, on the weekend, I think we looked a bit more assured. Trent performed really well. Simicus came in, performed his job, put in a good, decent amount of crosses, quite a bit of chances. Um, Van Dijk, look, although he looks still 75-80%, still 75-80% of Van Dijk, still better than majority of the centre-backs in the league. So for him to yeah. come in and... and it shows a bit of confidence and the players in front of him can be like, we've got Van Dijk, we've got Allison in the back there. You know, Matip, when Matip plays, he keeps clean sheets. That's what he does. He's yeah. he's very underrated amongst many people in the Premier League. So, and then the front three, Jota's coming and, he, and his pace, Salah doing what he does. Mane was a bit offered at times for me. It wasn't necessarily the most sharpest. It looked a bit sluggish at times. Um, but nonetheless, it was a good performance in many stages. Some Some parts of the game was a bit... We could have done a bit more, but, you know, 3-0 clean sheet opening day, and I'm still trying to nitpick things from my team. It shows you the, the sort of the heights that this team can still get yeah. to, and I know that this is not this is not Liverpool at their, at their peak. So if people sort of worry that Liverpool got off to a good start, this is still not the best Liverpool. You know, you could, you're going to have mad performances this season, and we might, you know, we might have draws and, and maybe even losses, but we, we'll see how it goes. But it's, it was encouraging to see that we could start very, well, in a solid manner. So, as you can see, Matt's not here, uh, but I did manage to catch the Chelsea game. And, gents, let me tell you, they're going to be a problem this year. They're really going to be a problem this year. Um, I just think with the amount of chances that the creators, the way, the, just the fluidity and attack and defense, they're looking solid. Um, they've got that Trevor kid who just scored a, a cracker of a goal. Um, you add Lukaku to that. <laughs> It's long. That's all I'm saying. It's long. But yeah, Tuchel's got them very organized. I'm surprised at how organized they are. But then again, it is like three teams in that one Chelsea setup. Um, but yeah, they look very good. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they shape up against Arsenal. I mean, it is Arsenal. But it's going to be interesting to see how they shape up uh, this upcoming weekend. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's not forget Chelsea. Guys. That's all I can say. Mm. Okay, so let's I just want to know if anything, like, let's say, happens to Lukaku during the season. Um, the moments I did catch of the Chelsea game, uh, Timo Werner still seemed to look a bit shaky. Um, it, it looked like the, the 2020-2021 Timo Werner yeah. that we saw. Do you think Chelsea might struggle if, let's say, Lukaku maybe doesn't hit form and Werner that doesn't find his form? Do you, think, do, do you think they can maybe do well even if those two don't hit form? I don't think I, th I think they can still do well. I think their goals are so widely spread that you have the likes of 
Pulisic who can come on and do a show. You've got Havertz who can do something. Once Ziyech comes back and he's fit, he can also do something. The thing is, you'll net like it's quite hard to break them down in terms of scoring. I think mm. uh, Tuchel have set them up really well defensively, and Alonso looks like Alonso under Conte, <laughs> and that's scary. You know what I mean? Because he was very, very good under Conte. So I yeah, think I the back five well. system. That, that look, you also have Benchol on the bench. You got Reese James, who's going to be available. You got Hudson Odoi. That's not Hudson Odoi was part of the under twenty three squad that won thirteen no. Like the, the depth yeah. of that Chelsea squad is very. If if Lukaku or Werner don't kick off, the goals will be widely spread throughout. And look, even if you're not winning five no or six no, a one no is three points. That's the business. Look, look, guys. Last season, I'm sure Jorginho was their top scorer in the Prem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, uh, like it, it, it shows your no, but still goals goal here. Eh? So like, yeah, yeah. It just shows. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you no, you went firing shots there, but um, it looks like the goals are widely spread, and they will get goals exactly. from centre backs because the centre backs do get goals. Ashley yeah. Lequeta pops in, Reese James will pop in. The the the, the fullbacks definitely will, like Mitch was saying. So they will, and then Lukaku, his off season is maybe fifteen goals. 20 goals yeah, like exactly. whoa yeah. he's going to bang goals and a couple of bad chances not, but doesn't define him. goals are goals at the end of the day you know what i mean you've got to put it at the back of the net and that that could be the difference no matter what mm. his touches look like if he's winning one no two one if he's the difference maker in big games you're not going to care what his touches look like you shouldn't exactly. care about that they've they've won something so i think no they, they're definitely guys it's, i think it's, it's a full race horse race for this title and i think it'll go deep into this competition Look, I think we also need to, before we carry on to our picks, we have to just highlight and show some love for what Spurs have done. I told you guys when I was giving my Quality. predictions, I'm saying City, I'm, look, I'm not, if I'm a City fan, I wouldn't be worried losing to Spurs. Mm. Like that doesn't, alarm bells don't go off. You have to remember that mm. most of the squad that, that was there only trained for like a week or week and a bit. So like, again, it's just a bump in the road. Last year, they, they lost like what, six games? But also United lost six games. So when you look at, you know, the longevity and the run, they've got a deep enough squad to compete in all of the trophies and also compete in the Premier League. So kudos to Spurs. This takes nothing away to how Nuno stood up. Uh, Tenganga, he, oh my word. Oh my word. What a brilliant. Solid. Solid. Can I, can I add Solid. something, lads? Can I add something? Yeah. It seems like Nuno has Pep's number. He's beaten him a few times with Wolves. Yeah. He's now done it with done it with Spurs as well. And he hits him on the counter-attack. He soaks in all the pressure. Mm. And City love doing this. And their system didn't work that well yesterday. They're playing Grealish and the front three. And Grealish is a midfielder. As soon as they broke, there was no one in midfield. Fernandinho exactly. was trying to cover every blade of grass. And he's not got the legs anymore, lads. So mm. it's, there's a way to beat City if they're going to continue playing that system. I think he's going to have to tinker with his system there. Because against the big teams, he's going to lose games like that. 100%. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Gents, let's jump into our picks uh, of the week. So last week, uh, I went with Ziyech. Unfortunately, he got injured in the Champions League. I mean, in the Super League, which I was so hacked for. Um, Matt went with uh, Jaden Sancho, 2 plus 5, who also made a, an amazing appearance. <laughs> he could have come, to be honest with you, uh, he could have came on a little bit earlier, I think. Dan James is just wasting space, if I'm being really honest. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're saying what every person in the world except Ole is thinking, but it's fine. We leave him. He gave us Sancho. He gave us Varane. You can give Dan James a couple more minutes. And yeah. hopefully we see the back of that 21 very soon. So, <laughs> look, between Matt and I, we are definitely out of this pick of the week. So we don't get points. But there is a point up for grab, and that's between you two gentlemen. Um, Callum going with Mo Salah and Liam going with Jota. I, I can't call it. So... Liam, you presented a uh, present your argument, please. Welcome to Football and Friends Court. Okay, so um, first of all, I just like to I'd like to uh, like let it be known that I understand Salah's goal contributions over the weekend um, yeah. to uh, two assists and a goal, if I believe correctly, and uh, one assist was for Diogo Jota. Um, just um, Diogo Jota. The way, so the only reason why I watched Liverpool was because of this pick. I would have no other reason to watch them unless they're playing United or if I picked one of their players for this. Not even for fantasy. Oh, say with your chest. I just refresh. I just refresh the web page for fantasy. But um, yeah, it's the only reason. And I was just keeping an eye on Jota. I was Stevie Wonder to the rest. And um, with Jota, the way the way he was pressing was good. I was happy with it. It wasn't it wasn't as influential as as what I thought it would be. Okay, but I'd just like to speak about his goal quickly. Okay, now we can say that the assist, first of all, I want to write the assist off because it was a, a, a poor touch from Salah. He didn't mean to pass that or, or flick it on or anything. He miscontrolled yeah. the ball and, and people will agree. Like, you can say it's because I'm a United fan. No, it's a fact. He miscontrolled the ball. Okay, he wasn't good enough in that instance to stop the ball. Okay, which is shocking. But anyway, so he miscontrols the ball and it lands to Jota and... His finish is good because Tim Krul is already diving, but, no, but he left his... He hit it right at the keeper. Chatting shit, bro. He hit it right so, at the keeper. It's a, it's yes, a poor so, finish. You should have slapped So, Mitch, Mitch, just understand one thing I will never do. Is it's your honor. Him, it's your honor. No, no, no. If he rivals, no, bro. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Poor finish. <laughs> He's trying to make it seem like a great finish. He's lying to himself, Liam. It's a poor <laughs> finish, bro. You're chatting shit. That is a poor finish. If you look okay, back, I watch. I watch with the analyst brain, not a bias brain. Eh? So anyway, oh, come uh, on, it's my player, Liam. It's my player. I love Jota. He's my player. Bro. Okay, but anyway, Cruel was falling over. Wait, wait. Cruel was falling over, and he managed to hit it hard enough. Okay, because as Cruel was falling over, his legs shifted up a bit, and he hit it hard enough so it could squeeze underneath there in time. That is a well calculated finish. Okay. Now, if we look at now, if we look at Salah's. Salah's first assist, okay, was a miscontrol. His second assist was a cross. I mean, I've seen flipping Phil Jones cross the ball. Um, and I haven't seen Phil Jones goal, in like three years. His goal, so. his goal came, his goal fell to him in a crowded box and the goalkeeper saw the ball at. I didn't. I honestly didn't see much of him otherwise. And then Jota was unfortunately nice. subbed off because Klopp knew the job was done. Let's rest the key player. And he took Jota off. The key player, right? So, so, so Klopp, the key player uh, there was Diego Jota. Is that what you're telling me, Liam? Yeah, comes exactly what my, I said. There we go. Yeah, comes my my Rossi Erasmus moment with my Koki. Uh, uh-uh. no, guys. Prosecutor, uh-huh. prosecutor. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> how do you feel? Advocate. No, um, look, Liam's chatting nonsense. Um, not happening. Look, that first assist is a it's a flow. So it's not like we know it wasn't really a great touch. Good ball by Trent. Got to put that in there. Um, this is my five marker for two marks coming in. Um, 
Diogo Jota hits it right at the keeper. It squeezes past him, but he hits it right at him. Just so it's please think about your player. Tell me what Salah did because I don't know what Salah did in this game. I need to hear what do. Salah did. We know Jota stretched scored. the game out completely. Like the most, like bro, like the, mo- the amount of touches he had in their box and stuff like that. Crazy. And that third goal is ridiculous, Liam. Touches it the way he touched. He touched on his outside of his foot, away from the defender, opens up his body and and, and whips it top ends from a corner, bro. That's ridiculous. Is Salah better than Morris? Nonsense. Yes, he is. Morris does that every day, like like this as well. So now you do it against Spurs though, so it's fine. No, but that's it's a crowded box. No, guys, it's a crowded box, and the the, the goalkeeper sees the ball late. He hasn't even hit it like in the corner. He hasn't even hit it like in the corner corner. But he hits it so hard and venomous, Liam. This is is your argument for Jota's. I can kick a ball hard. No, you can't. I've seen you kick a ball. You can't kick a ball hard. hard. You kick a ball with your size 11s, Liam. Let's not beat around the bush, Liam. Okay. You have other center backs taking your goal kicks in five aside. Okay, Liam. (laughs) (laughs) In the show now, please. In the show. It's done. done. Bang. It's done. It is done. Wow. Look, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Listen, Liam, 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 bro, you done that shit, dog. Take your, take your, take your Pogba performance, take your Bruno performance, and get out of here, bro. You're done, Caleb. You win the first week with your points. Uh, let's go around the room, Liam. That just caught an owl. <laughs> Tell me who's your pick for this week. Let's hear it. Uh, my pick for this week is. Um, so they weren't. I don't think they lived up the, this team, Aston Villa. Um, I don't think they lived up to any like an expected hype that maybe people thought this weekend. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't want to hype them up too much either because they have an exciting squad, um, but it's too early. Like you see, new signings don't usually start for bigger clubs. So, um, but I feel like this weekend they might kick into gear, and that also could be due to them scoring at the end of their game. The, the goal scorer himself, Mr. Danny Ings. Um, I think that penalty, even though it's a it's it's a consolation goal in that fixture, um, I think that penalty could just be what he needs to then bang on for the rest of his goals. Like for a new signing, that first goal is always the one that you need out the way. And I think a penalty is also a great way to to settle it because if you miss, now it's even more pressure on your shoulders. Like, oh, we just signed a man to score us 15 goals this season, and he can't bang in a penalty when it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, so I've, I I feel like Danny Ings, they're playing Newcastle. This weekend, who who didn't look great, uh, in my opinion, against West Ham, they they looked good going forward, Newcastle. But um, to concede four against um, against West Ham, no disrespect to to West Ham, but um, yeah, I don't see them doing any better against uh, Aston Villa this weekend. And I think Danny Ings could um, take advantage of that. Good shot, Callum. Let's hear your shot. Yo, Liam, five marks, eh? Um, good shot, Liam. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, look, they lost yesterday, but I think Man City, they play Norwich next. And I think they, they Man City hardly ever lose two games in a row. That's not really yeah. something. And I think they will probably um, sort of have all guns blazing. I think Kevin De Bruyne might be a, a good pick of the week. I know I, I might be picking all the star players, but he didn't start um, yesterday. And I've got a feeling he'll probably start. And when he came on, he was su- such a bright spark in that team. So I, I got a feeling against Norwich... We have a very tough run and they, and Norwich sort of their legs go in the second half. I saw that, yeah. you know, when we played them. So 
I, my other pick, like I can't pick two, but I, w- I was, was going to go with Bruno because I know he's going to score or, or assist or do something this weekend against Southampton because they also didn't look that great at the back. So, pick one, yeah, the big one. But but I, I, I know it's going to be Kevin De Bruyne because it's Norwich. Look, for me, it's simple. Um, I love my Espetadas, my Pastage Donatas and Bacalao. So I'm definitely going with Bruno Fernandes. He's going to go back-to-back hat-tricks. I'm triple captaining him this weekend. Remember what they did the last time against Southampton? It's going to happen again. That'd be insane. It's well, going to happen. Smoke them. Oh, God. Yeah, that's an, early, an early Such triple a good shout. It's going to end in tears. Nah, Bruno, an early and I got, I got, I got Matthews. I got Matthews shout here. Um, of course, there's only one name that he's picking against Arsenal. Do you guys want to have a guess? Look Big up. Rom. Big Rom. Belgium Stormzy. Romelu Lukaku's <laughs> Matthew's pick. That's our picks yeah. for this week. That's Football and Friends. If you enjoyed it, give us a like. If you didn't enjoy it, give us a like either way. Uh, subscribe. Uh, comment sections it. over here. Write there so we can read your comments. <laughs> dislike. <laughs> Let's try to get 100 dislikes for Callum's takes. <laughs> I've been mixed no, with just for Callum alone. <laughs> That's been Lloyd. Hated, That's ignored. Been Follow all the social <laughs> that amazing stuff. We've been football and friends and Cape Town City. Please look at our tweet. Thanks. Peace. Lou, don't sell your club. <laughs>